Hey, hey, Ben, how are you doing today? Hi, Monique. How are you doing? Good to, good to, yeah. good to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, Ben? Um, I've been working on quite a few, like I'm working on an article, okay, right now. And right. it's all about Russian war crimes and genocide. I've been going through all of the testimony, not a lot of it, but whatever I can get my hands on. And, you know, I'm looking through everything that people are saying and the, the evidence that has been brought forward, especially for Bucha in Irpin. I mean, people have seemed to have forgotten about this in Mariupol. And then, then yesterday with everything that happened and Kremenchuk and also mm. just, just yeah. today with Nipro, okay, and that Russia is targeting civilians purposefully, okay, and at specific times, okay, I might add, because basically these are uh, moments when we have, you know, leaders that are visiting. I remember, do you remember, Ben, right in the beginning of, uh, like, Feb after February the 24th, when we had European leaders who were starting, okay, to go over into Kiev to show support and stuff like that, and, you know, and the Russian forces, Putin would send the Russian forces and missiles, right, into Kiev, and I remember all of that. But the strikes, what really, really is disturbing is that the strikes over the past few days have been intensified, especially now during the G7, you know, the meetings are going on between the yeah. G7 and NATO countries. Lithuania yesterday got hit, right, with a cyber attack. And every single time, Ben, every single time Draghi steps in, a little bit of support, no, even, even just a statement, we get hit with a cyber attack. Or, or inside, we've got people like pro-Kremlin propagandists and also Russian propagandists that are on our TV. And within the last four days, Ben, there were, you know, um, 130 missile strikes, which is absolutely, it's stunning. It's, it's just something, yeah, it's just something that is inconceivable to me, you know? And I have to agree with something that, Jessica Berlin wrote, and, you know, I really, really got to give it to her because she said something. She said, this is basically, you know, he strikes and then he waits, okay, to see what, what kind of NATO reaction he's going to get. And in fact, today I'm looking through the feeds, Ben, and what do I see? NATO's reaction is a very just angry letter, okay? And <laughs> then I saw another tweet. I don't know whether you saw it or not. That basically a threat to the NATO leaders, okay, who are meeting in Madrid, right? Uh, Russia's Roscosmos published the sat satellite images of the NATO summit venues. And basically, you know, this is sort of like these are the government buildings where, you know, these decision makers, you know, are, are there. So... I mean, look, I, I don't wow. want to wow. just keep talking. I know, I know, I know. Ben, uh, you wrote something and, you know, one of the one of the things that I wanted to ask you is like, okay, you know, we are basically, Ukraine is fighting for its life on the ground, okay? And we can do so much more, right? And I feel like we're almost funding Putin. Isn't this the time to act now that, you know, you have the G7 and the NATO leaders there? What do you say about this, Ben? Yeah, no, I... I Monique, you're absolutely right. This this latest horror that we've we've seen from the Russian Federation has has been very clearly uh, intended to send a message during both the G7 and NATO summits that are happening in Europe this week as as world leaders uh, gather um, and and gather to focus on transatlantic security and supporting Ukraine. 
Um, there's a lot that needs to be done. Um, and I think that it's got to start with labeling Russia as state sponsor of terror. Yeah. Um, yeah. Clearly, yeah. clearly, uh, these attacks uh, from Bucha to Mariupol and, um, and, and the, the shopping mall attack yesterday and all of the other uh, civilian targets that are, are, are clearly being um, hit, uh, you know, to increase terror and increase, um, you know, uh, uh, state oppression uh, in, in Ukraine. Um, you know, by by Russian forces, uh, this this has got to stop, and and it's got to start with being clear eyed and and calling a spade a spade. Russia is a state sponsor of terror. We need yeah. to send more heavy yeah. weapon systems to Ukraine right now and arm Ukraine so that it can uh, push back on this aggression. We need yeah. to expand export controls to start yeah. Putin's military of needed components and tech. That includes, as President Biden laid out at the start of um, you know the sanctions process after the invasion began on its aerospace and, um, and, and space sectors. Um, and then we saw this uh, last week, uh, you know, the potential for the German government to expropriate the portion of Nord Stream 2 in German yep. territorial waters and onshore, basically physically cut it apart and yeah. then plug it in and repurpose it for use yep. to bring in non-Russian LNG via a floating storage and regasification unit. I think that's a great idea. And the one yep. the other thing I want to leave folks with today is that with U.S. and EU leaders gathered at the G7 and NATO summit, now, right now, is the time to finally bar the practice of former Western leaders working for Kremlin-controlled enterprises. And this is why I've called, yep. you know, when I testified before Congress earlier this year, uh, and I've said this a number of times before, including on your podcast, we need to pass something called the SHAME Act to start this norm-setting process in the U.S., where SHAME stands for Stop Helping America's Malign Enemies Act. That's it. And that's a